Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Spark Your Vision, where we invite thought leaders from around the world to share with us their expertise as well as their experience on trending topics that's currently shaping the world. Before we begin, let me introduce the team. Uh, my name is Chen, and I will be the host for today's show. And along with my co-host, Alice. Alice, please say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice. So without further ado, uh, let me introduce my guest today, Lily Lin, uh, the Chief Information Officer of Precisely Printed Medical Limited Company. Uh, the company originated from the Kaohsiung Medical University, uh, where its innovative 3D printing technology research poised to revolutionize the field of orthopedic surgery and replace the traditional bone grafts once and for all. So Lily, uh, welcome to the show today. Uh, please briefly uh, introduce yourself and say hi to the audience. Hi everyone, my name is Lily Ling and I'm from Precisely Printed Medical and I'm the CIO and also the promotional supervisor of this company. Okay, uh, thank you Lily. Well, so, um, you know, Always great to have you uh, have, you know, our guests on the show today. And uh, before we begin, I usually like to sort of, you know, before we get into the sort of the technical uh, parts of this uh, interview, I, I'm always very interested in the people that I'm interviewing. So I'm very interested in how you came upon uh, this opportunity at Kaohsiung Medical University and uh, to be able to work with the latest research on 3D printing uh, ceramic biomaterials. Uh, so please share with us, uh, you know, that experience and, uh, you know, your passion. Yeah. Okay, um, sure. Uh, after I graduated last year, so I found this opportunity on the website and I was really attracted by this topic. So, and I was stunned by how innovative this, like this technology is. And I'm so I'm really excited to get involved in it, and also this is this is way beyond my imag imagination to work in a lab since I got zero experience in this field, and so I really appreciate Professor Wang and his team have given me this opportunity to be one of them. Uh, although I'm I'm still new here, but I believe that we will do something different in the medical industry. Yeah, I mean. Um... Definitely. I think it sounds like a wonderful opportunity, uh, not only to uh, really get yourself, um, you know, the feet wet in terms of this, you know, understand this technology, but also be a part of a, uh, a technology and research that has a lot of potential uh, down the road. Um, so as we know, uh, biotechnology has always been a, you know, a very trending keyword uh, in the research field. Um, and in fact, over the years, uh, biotechnology uh, in healthcare has maximized uh, the, its effectiveness by increasing uh, medical personalization and providing uh, individually uh, designed treatments, uh, allowing it for you know, the personalization and customization. And in fact, um, we do see some market statistics that show that it is, in fact, a biotechnology is projected to uh, have a record growth um, compounded um, 
annually growth rate of about 19.2% during the um, future forecasted period. And then by 2033, which is not too far away from now, it's about only 10 years from now. So the valuation, in fact, is also expected to surge uh, beyond, uh, you know, U.S. dollars, 4.5 billion. So there's a huge, huge potential. So right now, you know, by by being a part of this team, being a part of this uh, opportunity, I think uh, there's a lot uh, for you not only to learn, but also at the same time to be a part of something that's potentially going to be uh, groundbreaking. So the 3D printing ceramic biomedical uh, research you are currently working on is, I believe, you uh, is led by Dr. Uh, Chi Kuang Wang. You know, before we get into the technology, please help uh, our audience sort of uh, understand Professor uh, a little bit, please. Uh, Professor Wang, he's He's the co-founder of our company, Precisely Printed Medical, and he's also a material science expert. And also he leads the Office of uh, office for Industry Academic Collaboration in KMU. And also with 3D printing technology, he creates precise and customizable products from various materials. Now we are concentrating on biotech development but uh, we, st- we also have other projects that we're still working on and looking forward to release something. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that sort of gives us a, a, a somewhat of a background of um, uh, Professor Wang. You know, I understand. So you said he's uh, uh, an expert in material science, which is uh, a very critical component in uh, our 3D printing process. And furthermore, he is, uh, you know, the leading faculty member at the uh, Office for Industry Academic Collaboration, which is very ideal, right? You know, especially considering this technology that we're currently uh, in development is essentially uh, is also looking to commercialize in the industry as well. So um, great. So now that we know a little bit about sort of the man behind the research, uh from your perspective and moving forward, please do share with us a little bit more on the details of this innovation or innovative research. Let me start with the market. And so like orthopedic surgery is on the rising due to, uh, due to an aging population and, and increasing sport injuries and new orthopedic products are constantly being developed using advanced technologies such as 3D printing to improve the medical efficiency. Um, we found a 3D printable material made from bioceramics and that, uh, that are designed to replace natural bone graft. This material is strong, non-toxic, and has bionic holes that allows the cell to grow on it and making it an ideal product for reducing the surgery time. Yeah. And also lowering the risk of infection and speeding up the bone regeneration. And also the product is finally craved in craft shape in all the bone defects. Yeah, so this breakthrough provides an effective and more efficiency solution for like treating bone injuries, also reducing the complications for for the patients. Yeah. 
No, I think you described it uh, well. Well, well, first of all, thanks. Uh, yeah, you described it really well, and I, I, I believe that the two words that you use is effective and efficient, right? Um, effective wise, uh, yeah, I think you mentioned about lowering the infection, right? So, so it is uh, to some extent helping, uh, you know, the uh, the process of speeding up the bone regeneration. So I think that's very effective. And then also from an efficiency perspective, I think, yeah, we all know 3D printing is definitely uh, sort of uh, on the spot, right? When you need it, you can print it and then you can print it the way you like it, okay? Specifically for this specific case, right? So effectiveness and efficient, yeah, it, yeah, efficiency, I think it is really really critical with uh, this technology that you guys are uh working on. And so, yeah, very interesting. So let's get back to the um, sort of the beginning, right? Uh, what was the initiative of this research? You know, like what kickstarted uh, this whole thing? And uh, what, yeah, what is this purpose or, the, you know, its purpose, uh, you know, in terms of biotechnology? It was like the traditional method of repairing a bone damage is to use a bone graft from the patient's own body. And this can lead to infection and a lot of complications. And that's why we developed this product to solve these clinical problems. This was after the discussion with the, the clinical doctors. Okay. So uh, essentially, we're trying to solve, you know, clinical problems, which, uh, like we mentioned before, right, you know, not only do we uh, aim for effectiveness, but also efficiency, which in a clinical setting, I think efficiency sometimes can be the matter of, um, you know, life and death, I guess. Um, so as with most, most groundbreaking researches, uh, we all know there, there, there must have been many, many challenges uh, and obstacles uh, along the way, right, uh, for you guys to be where you guys are at right now. Um, so please uh, take this opportunity uh, to share with not only us, but also the audience, uh, some of the trials and tribulations, you know, some of the obstacles and challenges that you guys had to literally overcome uh, to be where you're at right now, obviously. And then, um, and then furthermore, uh, if possible, share with us uh, specific case studies uh, so we have a better understanding of, of, uh, of the whole process, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, the, during the development of this product, uh, our team have searched lots of papers and tried out many, I mean, really, really huge amount of different materials and formulations before coming up with this product. And also another challenge is, is, uh, was to find the right indication. Yeah, and so after several discussions with the clinicians and understanding the clinical need, we were able to develop a specific product for the right condition. Okay. And then um, any case studies or uh, things of that nature you can share with us or the audience? Yeah. Um, like currently we've performed some surgeries on the rabbits by using our product. And after that, we went through some advanced analysis to check how well the bone was healing. Okay. Okay. So, so essentially current right now, uh, you guys have 
performed uh, such surgeries on um, test cases such as rabbits, right? And we do see a, a, a significant um, reduction in the surgery time, which I think you said 20%, which is a lot. I mean, um, w- w- with any case, uh, if we can manage to reduce the reduction uh, or reduce the surgery time, then that also means, you know, uh, more time for the patients to heal and then possibly get back to the role of uh, recovery, I guess. Okay. Um, so um, as for getting into the next section um, uh, where we're going to evaluate the potential, you know, the market potential for this technology. Um, and before we begin this discussion, I would like to have Alice uh, to share with you as well as uh, the audience uh, some some more trending statistics that we have uh, researched, uh, and then um, and then continue that that discussion as well. Alice. Okay, so the global bi- biomaterials market's revenue was estimated to be worth thirty five point five billion in two thousand twenty, and could reach forty seven point five billion by two thousand twenty five. The market is driven mainly by the right rising demand for medical implants and increasing research on regenerative medicine. So according to a study published by the British Journal of Surgery in May 2020, around 28.5 million elective surgeries globally were predicted to be cancelled or postponed due to COVID-19. Thus, the demand for biomaterials decreases with the delay of this non-emergent service. Nevertheless, technology could provide convenience and efficiency to our lives. So now we are in the post-COVID era. What would be the change for your research and your expectation for your technology? And how will it it change the industry? Personally, I believe that the 3D printing medical device industry will continue to grow rapidly and, and develop in this post-pandemic era and beyond. And this is due to the increased demand for healthcare products and services, and also the technological advance, advancement and also the faster production times and more personalized medical products. And also as the rape aging population and the rising uh, chronic disease, uh, disease rates, the demand for more 3D printed medical products will increase. Uh, this, is where, this, this is going to be driving this whole industry to a whole new level. And also, um, in addition, 3D printing uh, technology will continue to improve and making it easier and also cheaper to pr- produce more complex medical device. And this will lead to a wider range of applications and making healthcare more efficient and improving the patient's lives. Yeah. So are there any other su- successful case study that you can share with us or further collaboration that we can look forward to? Um, uh, after our research, there's a company called uh, Ser- Ser- uh, Serhun in Belgium. 
that makes a product called MyBone, uh, which is similar to what we're working on now. And they focus mainly on the European market and the products are only customized. Yeah, that means only under the clinical need that they will make that product. So that makes it really reasonably priced. Yeah, so our target will be to provide the same service as they do, plus the standard products for some um, specific indications. And we'll start in Taiwan and then expand to the global market. But that'll take some time for sure. Most importantly, we will offer a better price than they do and with the, with a faster pr- production. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So uh, not only do we already see similar services currently already uh, you know, in operation in the market, but also at the same time, uh, we already uh, have identified some of our advantages uh, in the sense of, um, you know, lower pricing. Obviously, the consumers would uh, would be happy about that. And also at the same time, uh, I guess the wait time wouldn't be as long. So the production would be faster. So once again, you know, the uh, the patient or the consumer would be happy about that as well. So it looks like um, there's a lot of potential and uh, and with you starting uh, first starting in Taiwan, then hopefully that will branch out uh, not only uh, in Asia, but also um, something that could be you know applicable to uh, international as well. So um, in terms of today's uh, podcast, uh, you know I yeah, I think we learned a lot about the technology. We learned a lot about sort of, you know, the man or, you know, Professor Wang, as well as you yourself. So um, to wrap things up, I just want to sort of uh, see if there's anything that you would like to share with the audience and also uh, help us paint an idea of the type of people or let's say the individuals or professionals that you as um, uh, one of the promoter of this technology, who would you be interested in uh, engaging to tell or to promote this research and technology to? Yeah, sure. Um, our company is poised for growth and seeking investments and collaboration partners or GMP manufacturers to join us on this exciting journey. So um, if any of you have any like questions or would like to learn more about us just just contact us directly on our website yeah so let's work together to achieve our shared vision okay so let me just elaborate on what you said i mean you mentioned about you're seeking investments right so obviously you're looking for potential outside let's say investors or capitals to help expand uh or you know even taking this technology globally and then in terms of collaboration partner wise uh, you know, to work on this technology, potentially developing it together. And lastly, I think you mentioned about GMP manufacturers, right? So those are uh, essentially uh, also partners or manufacturers that will work with you guys on actually producing or printing these uh, these materials, right? So it looks like you guys are definitely open for business and looking to uh, meet potential partners, uh, whether it be uh, investors or manufacturers to really push this technology uh, into the market. Um, 
so lastly, I mean, uh, I, I, I always like to end it, end a show on sort of on a personal note. And I understand that, um, uh, yeah, you know, we, you know, Al, uh, Alice and I, we did some research prior to the show and actually asked you as well. Uh, okay, one of your life models is, you know, life is just too short to be normal, right? And so I think uh, creatively you said, you know, so we must stay weird, right? Uh, very interesting quote, by the way. And, uh, you know, please share with us why you, you, you know, out of all the quotes in the world, you selected this quote as your specific uh, personal motto and how this quote is, uh, is applicable to your current situation here uh, at, uh, you know, your company. Um, it's, a, it's a quote from my high school teacher that she wrote in my yearbook. And even though I graduated from Japanese department, where they emphasize that everyone should act the same, and, but it is impossible for me to give, my, give up my identity just to fit into the society. So I think that all rules don't work in every situation anymore. At this point, being creative is the key to solving the problem, no matter how ridiculous it is. That's how every crazy thing starts, just like our team and our tech. So to conclude this, I would say, be the one who stands out. That, that's what makes you outstanding. Yeah, no, I think uh, that is very, very uh, motivating as well as encouraging, not only for you or the team, as well as uh, this technology going forward. I think uh, I remember reading another quote somewhere that says, you know, those that believe that they can, uh, those that are crazy enough to believe that they can change the world are the ones that actually do, right? So sometimes if you want to do something great, uh, you really have to think out of the box and potentially, uh, you know, think differently. And uh, even though you might uh, fail or you might, you know, meet some obstacles or even people might look you strangely, but I think that's, you know, part of the process, uh, especially when we are doing something that's potentially uh, uh, groundbreaking, right? So that's awesome. That's great. So um, uh, that's all for today's show. Uh, thanks for uh listening and make sure that you subscribe to uh, our podcast channel for more trending insights uh, from business leaders around the world. And do make sure to leave your comments and feedbacks. And uh, if you like our show, uh, don't forget to give us a five-star rating as well. So if you, uh, you can always follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for the latest uh, episodes or more uh, podcast teasers, by the way. So Anyway, see you all again and uh, looking forward to uh, uh, the next show as well. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.